in the House of Black yeah. had heat with Darby Allen. Uh, oh yeah, God, I love Darby. Attacked him Allen. in a hot topic. Of course he fucking did. <laughs> Darby Allen was having a uh, uh, like a he like released a line of clothing and he was doing a signing at Hot Topic. Fuck yeah, man. Now, Bro- I, now I have another reason to go to Hot, to hot Topic. <laughs> so Brody King like shows up and that's puts him through a table. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so great. Uh, wrestling's awesome. Wrestling's so good. Wrestling's so good. But then, so like they've been having all these matches and then yeah. Sting shows up Fuck and yeah. Malachi Black sprays Sting. <gasps> but he's but Sting is already evil. And so now Sting showed up. They did a uh, they did a coffin match yeah oh i love I, coffin matches i think darby i think darby allen has a like a signed agreement with aew that he wins every coffin match because they've only been like three coffin yeah, matches that's kind of what like the undertaker it's kind of what the undertaker had yeah like he would win like every coffin match yeah yeah but uh sting shows up but one of his eyes like one of like the paint around one of his eyes does where they the house of black like yeah. anybody who's been corrupted has this weird makeup thing oh no yeah he oh, it, no it made me very happy because we still don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's things already evil. Go watch wrestling. Wrestling's great. Wrestling's awesome. Go Wrestle- watch wrestling. Wrestling is so freaking good. Wrestling's so dope. But this isn't a wrestling podcast. Yeah, it might become it, one. We, we might make one. Who knows? I, I think I've talked about wrestling every single episode. Yeah. Almost. We, we might make a wrestling podcast. We don't know. But this podcast is our haunted backyard. Our haunted backyard. Yay. It's a show where we talk about Country Road Cryptids, Small Town Spooky, and other local legends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I read it right off the business <laughs> card. Which we gotta start dropping off. Places. Which we gotta start dropping off. I need to bring, if I usually eat when I go to the, when I rehearse for the Renaissance Festival, uh, only a couple freaking weeks till dress rehearsal. I'm, wow. But we usually eat at the, the village restaurant near there, and they have like this whole cork board where you can pin shit on. And there's a couple ghost tours even pinned on there. So it's like, oh, oh cool. I yeah. Yeah. Winsville's, Winsville has a uh, ghost tour. Yes, they do. I think the, the one of the hotels that you can stay at, in, which is also like a diner-ish thing, is is on the ghost walk that they have. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, there's yeah. All, it's a, it's a, supposed to be a very haunted city. It's supposed to be, yeah. Honestly, um, that's what that's kind of what I've been learning is Dayton's or Ohio's just same. very very haunted. Yeah, I've also I kind of knew it, but then like uh, then when you get really into the research, you're just like, damn, we have a lot of stuff. Which is we have a a different episode kind of today. Yes. Yeah, we have a little bit of a different format. I, I today. thought we could call this like the the eleven thirty society. The, oh, the instead of the midnight society. Yeah, that's too late. I, I, I'm asleep. <laughs> Midnight's too late. Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> the eleven thirty society. So I... we'll, we'll, I'll put in some like crackly fire sounds, and yeah. then I'll just I'll get like a can of beans that I can shake to make it sound like the the rattly stuff. Like yeah, the stuff they throw in the fire. Who was? Uh, that's a good. I did you ever watch? Are you afraid of the dark as a uh, kid? A l- very little because I wasn't well, not afraid of the dark, but yeah, easily frightened. The the intro for Are You Afraid of the Dark? is top tier level scary way it's way scarier of an intro than the goosebumps intro the goosebumps intro is just like and it's just like a g it's like papers flying out of the suitcase of who i assume to be rl stein yeah and like a, a shadow g like going over things and making them slightly more spooky yeah it's like this this dog's got slightly shag your hair and teeth yeah ooh, and then it goes up and then the best line is the you know it goes into the the the, the house and it's like viewer beware it's, you're I ain't afraid of no ghosts yeah you're in for a scare and then like and that's like the only audio and like that's like the only voice thing in that in that opening scene and then you have are you heard the dark which if you were listening to this and you have not seen the intro or you it's been a little bit or it's even been a little bit since you've seen the intro to are you for the dark it is intensely more creepy than uh it needs to be for a show that i could argue is is on par on of scares with goosebumps uh, with the exception of a couple episodes, a couple episodes of Are You For The Dark were really scary. Like, even just like as a as an adult, you look at that and like, that's kind of fucked up. The one that always comes to my mind is Legend, uh, the, the Tale of the Dead Man's Float. 
episode. Do you... I don't remember. The only one that I can remember is the vampire movie one. Oh, that one was a good one. But the the tale of Dead Man's Float was basically like, yeah, the school's pool. Like, the school had a pool, which I always wanted my school to have a oh, fucking pool. Oh, yeah. But the school had this pool, and it was buried over, like, a guy who, like, a grave. Mm-hmm. Like, a burial site. It was buried over, like, a cemetery. And kids were getting pulled under by this ghost and drowning in the pool. And I, I remember that one now. Yeah, and they threw, like, the smart kid through through like chemicals in the water so they could see the ghost mm-hmm. and it, it was like straight out of like return of the living dead yeah it was like straight up out of return yeah of the no living that dead. that show was was more hardcore than i was ever prepared for as a child yeah but other things that are hardcore are our backyard booze oh yeah we, we got have. beer yeah we got beer and this is uh i found this one this time and Ian, we're both nerds. Yes. So I was immediately drawn to this because this is one. This is a, a hazy IPA that you told me to try to look for. Nice. Uh, and it is Lord of the Rings. It it's is Brewdog. It is Brewdog Fellowship IPA. I found oh, it at Meyer. Yeah. I found it at Meyer. I saw it came in like a, a pack of eight. No, a pack of six. And the 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 bo- the box immediately drew me to it. I'm like, oh shit, Lord of the Rings. I'm excited. I've not had any brew dog. I've but seen like, them. They've got cause they've got one called Elvis Juice. That also kind of sounds gross, but also is dope. like yeah, it's it's like a peanut butter. I'd give it a it's shot. Like I'd peanut try. butter some. It's like a weird combo of like peanut I, butter IPA. I have like already that. had this because I tried it um, at uh, Ren Camp. At Fair Camp with my friend Beeler. Shout out to uh, John Beeler. Yeah, we'll have to get John on here. Sometime. We got to get Beeler on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and it was it, it. I liked it, so I'm in, I'm interested to see uh, what you think of it. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it's a little more like I gave mine so much fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> I gave I thought that's I actually was... like not a bad way to do it. Yeah, that's fair because it's it helps capture. I guess it captures in like all of the uh, the flavors and stuff like that. Yeah. So mine's mine's gonna go down a little bit. But yeah, I liked it a lot when I first yeah, tried it. It's it's like, like for a hazy, it's not as citrusy. Yeah, it's, as they yeah. tend to be. Yeah, not it was not citrusy at all. But it was like this is the first IPA that I actually could finish. It's <laughs> I was surprised how much I ended up enjoying IPAs. Mm. I've been drinking them a lot this summer, yeah. mostly in like the yeah the hazy New England style. That Death Water was really good. I know that was was that an that wasn't really an IPA, was no, it? No, that was a double IPA. That was a double. That was right. a double IPA. I really liked that Death Water. I, uh, for those of you who listened to our last episode, yeah, uh, I was pr- not drunk. Right, we I wasn't <laughs> either, but I was feeling it. Yeah, I, I was feeling it. I definitely was enjoying that that a two thirds of a can. Yeah, uh, without having any food, and then I went to the grocery afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go to the grocery store while uh, while hungry or, or high. Oh, I got I got some dr- I got some drunk food. Oh, that's my what's that's sometimes my favorite stuff. So, but but, but uh, yeah, how's this episode different? So this episode, which I am dubbing the the eleven thirty society, yes. Uh, instead of doing one bigger story, yeah. which is kind of what we've been doing, we're kind of a, readapting what we did last week, which was two smaller so- stories, and we're making them even smaller this time. Even smaller. There's it's, it's tiny ho- spooks. Honey, I shrunk the stories. <laughs> it's tiny spooks. Because these are stuff we wanted to talk about, but they aren't really like that me. Like, they don't have a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah, there's not as much history yeah. or as many stories, but there are things... That when you grow up, uh, for me, most of mine are around the Dayton area. Mm-hmm. And these are things that, like, I knew about as a child. Same with mine. Uh, except for, uh, well, one of them is the other two I had to be, uh, like, turned on to. But the one that I have, like, my first story is the one that I basically wanted to talk about ever since I started the podcast. All right. So for my first story. Wait, we got to do the, for the. Oh yeah! I set a fire up here in my office. I'm sure my landlord won't, <laughs> won't mind. We used a bunch of we used a bunch of parts of the house. Oh, Mothman came to the window. Uh, no, 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 Philip, Philip, right we now. don't we don't need you right now. Not right now. Not right now. Okay, guys. Yeah, we love you though. Thank you for the endorsement way early in the podcast. Um, but for, submitted for the approval of the 11:30 Society because midnight is too late. <laughs> I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm asleep. Uh, this is the tale. Of Morningstar Road. Yeah. Uh, I, Morningstar Road, just a little bit of like personal history on it, 
This is I grew. Uh, this is for like Callie, who's listening, and any other uh, friends of mine who went to Carlisle High School uh, with me. Uh, sucked, right? But also, um, this was the road that was the haunted road. Like growing up, this was the road that everybody talked about that was regarded as this road is the haunted road. You know how sometimes everybody has that house on the street that is like the witch's house or like the haunted house. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that, but we did have this road and it's, it's a very pretty road in the daytime, but at night it's like super fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, but the story of this road is supposedly Again, there is not a huge, there's not a lot of history, like we said on these on these little stories. This is based, this is as bare bones local legends as you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, the story on this road is it's supposedly haunted by a woman whose house caught fire uh, while her kids were inside, and she like couldn't save him. Oh, she no. couldn't save them. Yeah, so like her ghost wanders like the road at like night. Uh, and um, trying to like leading people. There was like another story. Uh, I'll link to some YouTube videos. There's another story of like these people just like hanging out on Morningstar and like this woman, like them seeing this ghostly woman and her leading them to where her house sat originally. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go into the woods, uh, if you park uh, in, in Twin Creek Metro Park um, on Morningstar across the street, uh, like the street of Morningstar, there's a there is a a park. And then you go across the street of that park and you're still on Morningstar. If you go into the woods, you can see um, the what is a what looks like what looks to be steps and like and a foundation in the hmm. remnants of a chimney in these woods of the house like hmm. of, of Morningstar. Have you been able to like see if there's any information like have you been able to verify it all? Like, oh yeah, there. This is based in fact, or there was a house here. I or... tried to look it up, but like uh, searching when I ever like just house fire or like I tried to search like uh, Morningstar Road house fire, Morningstar Road ghost, Morningstar Road haunt. The only things that came up was like um, the road, just a map to the road itself, and this one Reddit post that I'm reading that I'm currently getting my information from on Reddit Ohio. That is, it came from just someone asking like. Uh, you know, someone asked like Morningstar Road, one of our many haunted roads. Happy, happy October. And then someone talking about they used to fish near that road and then someone filling in the supposed ghost story. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly how true this is, but this is the local legend. Uh, But yeah, you can supposedly go across the street and find remnants of the old chimney and the house foundation. There is a YouTube video where a guy does that. I will, we will link that. As well as I'll try to put some pictures on Instagram. The legend, uh, of course, is your classic. Go to Morningstar Road at midnight. Probably, I would say, preferably near where the house is. And um, you are supposed to stop, like, roll your, like, stop your car, roll your windows down, flash your lights, and honk your horn. And you're supposed to hear the lady and her kids screaming down the road. That would, A, terrify me. Yeah. B, if I lived there... Make me go out in a white dress. Yeah, totally. That's exactly. Yeah, I would too. And just start chasing the car. Oh my God. Like, that's what I like for people who live on these haunted roads. I kind of feel bad because you have to deal with dumb teenagers, like doing this to like, you know, see how much balls they got. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that's what sucks. But the road is creepy. It is very like wooded. It is very enclosed and wooded. Um, it's again, during, I remember driving down my, but my bus driving down there in the fall and it is a, it's very wooded. There's like houses and there's like woods in between houses. It's a very pretty road in the fall, especially if you are like me and love that fall aesthetic of Mm -hmm. like, of leaves falling down and just like leaves on the road. Oh, it's, it's pristine. We'll have to, it's pristine. I want to talk about Athens. Ohio in general, because there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, but one day, well, especially if we go to like the Mothman Festival next year. Yeah. That'll be in the fall. So we could drive down, which would take us through Athens. But whenever it gets to be fall, I'd become instantly nostalgic for Athens because Athens is not quite Appalachia. Yeah. But it's kind of in the early stages where you're starting getting a lot more hills. Oh. And it's very rural. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so there's a lot of forests oof absolutely beautiful area though uh yeah but also um apparently another another little haunted that's haunted area that's near 
the areas of as a as an old Boy Scout camp called Camp Hook. I could not for the life of me find anything on this. I except for like apparently I guess it's only word of mouth because I tried to look up like Camp Hook hauntings. Camp Hook, like I tried I tried to research this, but like there is like nothing on Camp Hook. But yeah, I I vaguely remember hearing about it when I was a kid. I feel like one day, especially now that. Uh, surprise, I set up our YouTube channel finally. Oh, yay! Uh, and eventually we I will be putting up all of the, the podcast episodes. Yeah. But we should just go places. Yeah, I would love to visit And start, like, yeah, go, go to, like, bars. Yeah. And be like, okay, the spooky stuff. Tell us some spooky stories. Because, like, we've got these stories that Perfect. we know, like, the, the bare bones. Yeah. But seeing if we can find people who have a little bit more, like, direct experience. Yeah, because the only other thing I have is, like, person saying their brother had uh, lived near the camp of camp hook and it is very much haunted this is all on oh the ohio reddit uh a person named alpha betty 81 so thank you for commenting this giant thing on here i'll say that's another thing another source that we should probably just start tapping is yeah like it's reddit like oh yeah we we've got a we've got a podcast about yeah. local spooky stuff uh, but apparently, yeah, the Camp Hook is very haunted. I couldn't find any accounts or even any, like, websites that talk about how haunted Camp Hook but is. But, like, like, imagine a haunted Boy Scout camp. God, that it's would like, suck. What are you going to do? Tie, tie knots at yeah. me? <laughs> the Boy Scouts is a cult anyway. Like, I, was, I, was, I was a very bad Boy Scout. You were, I was not a Boy Scout at all. I, I, did, I went through Cub Scouts, got to Boy Scouts, lasted, like, a year, maybe a year and a half, yeah. and was gone. They kept pushing it on us like it was a fucking military thing in, yeah. in grade school. But I was like, I don't want to... And then I'm like, what is it? Oh, you go out in the woods? I don't want to do that. I want to stay home and play Crash Bandicoot. Like, like, <laughs> like, there's a part of me that wishes I would have stuck with it because there's some of, like... There is useful stuff that you can learn there. Yeah. But I'm also like, I can learn that stuff exactly. as an adult anywhere. Yeah. So. And also, a pair, I tr oh my, for the light... When I saw this... On this post, I tried to find any more information on this because, but nothing, there's nothing that exists because apparently there is a story about the baby face dog. Oh no. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like the worst? This is so unfortunate. I couldn't find anything on this thing. I have no idea what <gasps> they mean by baby face dog. Okay. Red, Reddit. Someone, someone, someone email please me. Please tell me it does not actually exist. I do not want to live in this world please, if it does. Yeah, email us at ourhauntedbackyardcast at gmail.com if you have any other Morningstar Road stories. If you have any information on what the hell a baby face dog is. Mm, keep it to um, yourself because I know. And also if you have anything about Camp Hook because I knew I had a lot of friends who were in the Boy Scouts. They may have stories. I don't know. Email us. So. Message me. Baby face dog. Baby face dog. I don't want. What would be worse if it had a baby face and it barked like a regular dog, or if it had a baby face and it goo goo god god like a regular baby? I want to say it'd probably be worse if it um goo if it gooed if it cooed like a baby. I want to say that's worse because especially if it's literally just like picture like a bull mastiff. And then it's just got the. So we're talking like big dog, like a big dog, and then it's got the face, uh, and then it's got like the dog-ish, but also human-ish face of a baby. See, I was, I was imagining like it was just straight up a baby face. It, there was no See, dog thing about it, oh except God. for maybe the ears. Ears that would be kind of cute. That sounds like it, that sounds like the melon heads. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I kind of got stuff that's not quite related to that, but close. But yeah, the, like, there's a part of me that says Goo Goo Gaga would be terrifying. Like, Another part thinks that like if like you see this like baby face poke yeah. through the bushes, yeah, and you're like, oh, a little lost child, and then it like it barks like oh. li like just straight up dog barking. Huh? No, and no. Then it, like trots out on its four legs, and you're like, oh, oh man, this is Silent Hill. <laughs> this is the worst thing. I am. I am. The bells are about to ring. It's bad, and I need to leave now because I don't want to <laughs> deal with with Pyramid Head. Oh, Pyramid Head. No, no, let's deal with Pyramid Head. Oh no! Yeah, but all I all when I looked up like babyface dog, all that came up was the gangster uh, babyface. All that came up was that gangster that's called babyface. Mm -hmm. Like I forget his actual name, but it's uh, like babyface. Babyface Nelson. Babyface Nelson. Yeah, yeah that guy. That's yeah. all that came up. It's like. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see what I'll see if I can find anything. Yeah, I'm, I'll keep looking too. But yeah, if you have any other if you have any other morning, remember our emails open. We looked. Uh, we don't. Ha we didn't have any new emails to read. Sad. Uh, when we started, we looked before we started. There are no new emails to read. Sad. 
Yeah, but, but we want to try and read but more. But we want to read more. Bring... So anytime you send us one, we'll read it. Yeah, we'll read it. Uh, but okay, Ian, uh, off to you. What is your uh, first spooky my, story for the for the 1130 Society? My first submission for the approval of the 1130 Society is Lookout Tower. Oh, I've, okay, I've never heard of this. Uh, this is one that when you're talking about direct connections. Yeah. I grew up in the area. It is also located in the park where my wife and I got married. Oh, wow. Okay. It is where we had our first uh, date. It is where I proposed to her and is where we got married. Wow. Uh, so it is Hills and Dales in Kettering, Oakwood, kind of in the, the border. And it is also known locally as Frankenstein's Castle, uh, Patterson's Castle, or the Witch's Tower. I, I, when I came, when I was looking for another story, I came across Frankenstein's Tower. I came, is, Frankenstein's Castle. I came across that. It is one of those that you hear about a lot when you're younger, and then you might actually eventually go see it, and you're like, oh yeah, this is very weird. You're just driving down Patterson Road, and you will su- suddenly see. I've got. A oh for you. man, that looks exactly like the fucking windmill that Frankenstein's monster went into. Yeah, it is just this tall stone Whoa. tower uh, at the top of a hill. That looks so cool. Uh, the Some people will say like, oh, it's like 1800s. Some people will be like, oh, it was early 20s, things like that. But it's actually built in 1941. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have never pegged it for that. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of people... One of the the stories that you'll hear is that it was built to be a lookout tower for the military during okay. World War One or World War Two, which I don't think so. Like the 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 stuff that the, the more verifiable sources say that it was just built to basically be an overlook of the community country club. Okay, because there's a there's a community there's like a county country club. Okay, right there, Hills and Dales is both a little metro park, very pretty, very nice to go walk through. It, it is also a uh, golf course so it's kind of scary sometimes actually walking through the woods out there if you get too close to the golf co- course and you're like oh is this am i going to die soon because there's going to be some some golf ball yeah fly into the forest and hit me in the face yeah so built in 1941 and what eventually became the hills and dales metro park it took a year for boys from the national youth administration to build this 30 foot tall tower it was constructed from stones salvaged from local buildings uh the walls are three feet thick And there are 50 stone steps that spiral up to the lookout platform that offers a 15-mile view. Oh, wow. Which, because there's also a part of me that's like, yeah, that's a really weird thing to just build a tower that to, is yeah a little to odd look at the country club i was like i guess i guess <laughs> if you're rich maybe i mean rich people have like a lot of dumb money and make stupid decisions i mean they want to go to space for some reason it's yeah it it is kind of weird uh which that might lend to why there started to be some weird stories about okay the okay uh, in the 1960s the tower became a favorite location for the uh Local teens and hooligans yeah. to, you know, drink, vandalize, and have an all-around good time. I mean, I would. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. It's, yeah, I would. The the city tried boarding up the door and covering it with a steel gate, uh, but that wouldn't stop the cool people from getting no, in. You, no, no way. <laughs> if you're that cool, you know what to carry. You know what to carry, and you know where to get in. You know, you can just, like, get on someone's shoulders and get in the window. And so, kind of once again, going back into the fact that this is a weird thing to have in the middle of a fairly well-to-do suburb... Uh, Supernatural stories have surrounded the tower basically since the beginning. Cool. Uh, I guess some of the common tales included figures dancing around a fire, uh, unexplained scorch marks on the ground, and most relevantly, the ghostly apparition of a girl and a boy whenever there was a lightning storm. Weird. And that story actually is rooted in verifiable fact. Okay. Because in 1967, uh, 16-year-old Peggy Harmison of Bellbrook actually died in the tower when it was struck by lightning. Oh, shit. Yeah, the police think that she and her boyfriend had gone in there to take shelter during the storm and that it hit the steel door and, like, the lightning must, like, like hit the steel door and traveled up the steel. Like, oh, the, uh, the man. The staircase had steel handle rails. What a... Fu- that's a horrible way to go. Oh, and, it, yeah, it's... That's I didn't want to get hor- too deep into it because it's gruesome and it really happened. Like, yeah, that's within, a like, living memory of some people. Damn, that's a horrible um, way to go. Like, that, what are the freaking odds of that, yeah. too? Like, And then damn. the city, of course, was asked for years to put a, a lightning rod on the tower. Yeah. 
And many people pointed out, like, yeah, if you'd put a lightning rod on this tower, you this never would have happened. And then the city was like, well, uh, we still don't want to do the tower, so we're just going to, uh, what was the quote? Uh, we're going to look at the tower totally. And they eventually just concreted over the door, which didn't, still people were able to get in through some of the windows, but they finally put, like, thick bars over the windows, so you can no longer get mm. inside the tower. However, you can still walk around it. It's still eerie. Yeah. It is, like, especially when you are walking through the woods. We'll have to go out there tonight. Yeah, it it's, a, like, it's a lone tower in the woods. It's yeah, going to be really eerie. It's, yeah. it's, like, ten minutes from here. Oh, it's wow, not, cool. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just walking through the woods. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, there's a, like, there's a little path that goes up a hill, and you just see something out there, and you walk to the top of it, and there's this big tower. Cool. Just right there in the middle. And it's, cool. it is very eerie to see the first couple times. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that's a local haunted witch tower. That's really cool. I want to know more about the dancing figures. I also sounds, really want to. Yeah, I want to know like more a about party those. I want to go to. That sounds. Yeah, it sounds like dancing around. Like that sounds cool. Uh, and like yeah. scorch marks. Scorch. Yeah. What scorch are you doing? What are you marks. scorching? What are you scorching? Also, I just love how the city's just like, nah, we, we're not going to put a lightning. We don't rod need to put a lightning. Rod. We don't need to put nah. a lightning. Yeah, they put a lightning rod on the giant Jesus on on Solid Rock Church. Well, that's important. That's apparently. Weird tower <laughs> where people could die. Not important. Not important. Giant stat, Taller statue of Jesus. Put a lightning rod on there. <laughs> also, hopefully, uh, flame retardant. Hopefully. Um, so, yes, that is my first local legend. All right. My uh, other one was referred to me by uh, my fiance's uh, partner, um, Mark. Uh, he told me about this place called, uh, in, called uh, Moonville, which already... Oh, I'm sorry. For the approval of the 1130 <laughs> Society. Like, unapproved. No, I got <sighs> Give me another chance. For the approval of the 1130 Society, I submit to you, I I call this the tale of Moonville, Ohio. And first of all, right off the bat. Good name. Good name. Spooky especially, name. Especially considering how... <gasps> we've got so many werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. What if, what if Moonville is like the werewolf the, town? The werewolf town. There is no reports. There were no reports of werewolves. Of course, they, where I'm at. They, they don't do. They don't werewolf it up. There. They don't they werewolf leave it up. Yeah. They don't want to drag. It's too obvious. I'm onto you, werewolves. <laughs> I'm onto you, werewolves. Uh, Moon, uh, Moonville is a ghost town in southeastern uh, Brown Township, uh, Vinton County, Ohio. Uh, it remains. It's a. It was a little mining town, and it has a cemetery. And an abandoned railroad tunnel. And the abandoned railroad tunnel is where most, if not all, of the ghost stories um, surround. Like, that, it's mainly centered on this abandoned railroad tunnel. In the 1800s, uh, the Marietta and... There's a little bit of history with this. In, in the 1800s, the Marietta and Cincinnati Railroad was pushing through southwestern Ohio to reach Cincinnati. Along, along its route... It uh, had more remote locations in the town of Zaleski, Hope Furnace, uh, which I love that name too, Hope Furnace. That sounds about right for Southeast Ohio. Yeah. Uh, and Hope Furnace Station, Ingram Station, and King Station. Uh, all of these were uh, central to the coal, the small coal mining towns that were in this community. It's mainly made up of two families named Coos and Fergusons, uh, and, it, and the town was called Moonville. Both very good Coos, werewolf names. Yeah, Coos and Ferguson. Werewolves, if I ever heard of them. Yeah. Uh, it's near a creek called Raccoon Creek, which is delightful. I love that name. I also just love raccoons. And it's got one It's got one high hill. And, it's, um, and it was, by the turn of the century, the coal mines slowly started being used up and closed down. The last family left the town in 1947. By then, the town itself was abandoned. By the 1960s, uh, all the buildings were gone, and there was little to mark the site of other than the Moonville Cemetery and the tunnel with a couple foundation stones. It sounds wonderfully eerie, right? Uh, because it is because one trestle over um, Raccoon Creek, less than 50 yards away from the tunnel mouth, uh, the tunnel mouth of like the railroad tunnel, mm -hmm. over 21 people have died. Oh. Uh, over 21 people were killed on or near the tracks that yeah that'll do it that'll over do it yeah 21 people including a the last fatality tragically the last one reported on the railroad tracks was in 1978 
uh, a 13-year-old girl fell from the trestle as a train passed over it. <gasps> yeah. Again, another one that's within living memory. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. Um, the Local Legends of Moonville. Um, I'm getting this from the Wikipedia uh, article uh, on Wikipedia on Moonville, Ohio. Uh, the Legends of Moonville include several tales of ghosts allegedly that still haunt to this day. There are a couple of different ghosts that have names. Uh, some go there. Are the the most famous ones are the engineer, the brakeman, the lavender lady, and the bully. Okay, those aren't names. Those are titles. Those are titles. It says I thought names. Your, I thought their name was gonna be George, Erica, <laughs> Stephen. No, they're but they're the titles. Uh, the engineer is a, is supposedly the ghost of Theodore Lawhead. Again, great names in this story. An engineer for the Marietta and Cincinnati Railroad Company. He began to haunt the tracks after his train collided head-on on into another oncoming train in the 1880s. Okay, 1880s. I guess. I was to say, that takes some work to make two trains hit each other. Head-on, yeah. It, Most, but, mostly just lack of communication. I yeah, think. mostly. So, <laughs> 1800s, I feel like. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Maybe nobody knew what was going to happen. Like, nobody knew there are two <laughs> trains going the same direction. Oh, man. But, yeah, just a head-on collision of two trains in, eight, in the 1880s. Visitors can see his ghostly figure holding a lantern while walking alongside the track and through the tunnel. Whew. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Brakeman is the other one. The Brakeman is believed to be the ghost of a drunken young man who... Same. 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 Mm. Uh, it was a ghost of a drunken young man who was working on the train as a Brakeman. Uh, I don't really... I forgot to look up what a Brakeman actually does on a train. Like My guess is brake. He works on the, the brakes, brakes, I guess. Yeah, like he's probably... Because he's probably, I know like breaking a train is not a simple task. It, it is not. Or it, it takes a lot of strength to make it stop. So my yeah. guess is his job is like, make sure nothing breaks. Yeah. Ha. Ha ha. Uh, the young man was... I love this description. The young man consumed too much liquor one night and fell asleep on the tracks. That sounds very similar to... Well, not me, my, but my housemate when I was living in Athens. <laughs> he had a tendency to run into the forest after getting drunk um we got two more ghosts here uh the lavender lady uh which again great name smells nice smells nice which is i like the lavender lady because all all the ghosts are either the white lady or the gray lady Mm -hmm. you never hear about a lavender lady this lady this is the flamboyant this is a flamboyant ghost a visitors of the moonville tunnel have seen a thin elderly woman walking alongside the trail Shortly after she disappears and the scent of lavender will fill the air. Okay, so I was wondering if it was like going to be actually like the scent of lavender or if she was wearing like a lavender. That's what I thought. But no, it is uh, it is the scent of lavender. It is believed her name to be Mary Shea, who was killed on the tracks at the far end of the tunnel. What if she's just trying to sell you some like herbal supplements? What if she's just part of uh, Avon? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the the makeup company imagine, Avon. Imagine like Ghost Girl Boss. Just, Go, dude, I'd watch that. She, she's like, ghost shows up, pressing you to join an MLM. Oh no, no! Have that's you ever the, wanted to be your own boss? That is the. There is a special place like, just, in like, the, the scent of like oh. herbs and <laughs> candles. And like just yeah the, the essential oils yeah that there is a special and and uh, whatever afterlife uh, you subscribe to, there is a special punishment in those afterlives for people who are in MLMs and get people to join MLM. The last ghost to talk about is the bully. The bully is believed to be the ghost of Baldy Keaton. Again, God, such great names on this fucking uh, in on this. Why do they call him the Baldy? Uh, that's just his name, B L A D. Maybe because maybe because he's a bully. Maybe Baldy Keaton because Bal- he because he got angry at people calling him Baldy <laughs> because he was Baldy. Uh, Baldy Keaton was a resident of Moonville. The legend says that Baldy was a man that liked to fight and uh, liked to fight and when he when he got drunk. The legend also says that one of Baldy's tactics were to bear hug his opponent. When Baldy was in the saloon, he decided to fight a group of men, kicked Baldy out. Later, he was found dead on the tracks. Many believed it was murder. Um, the legend now says the ghost of Baldy Keaton stands above the tunnel and stares at approaching visitors. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the he worst. Sounds ghost. like he just wanted some affection. He's hugging everybody. Oh uh, yeah. He just he's he, he should be called the Huggy. 
he will um he sometimes will throw pebbles which is funny uh the legend uh, of the bully also is told by young mothers to their children and um oh, uh and 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 the mothers are also used to tell their children to stay away uh, and not stay out or less the bully will get them. Imagine you're a ghost and you just, all you wanted all your life was somebody to hug you. You died because there was a misunderstanding. And now mothers, you hear a mom telling her child, the bully's going to get you. And he's like, I just wanted a hug. Yeah. Now he is, now he's the boogeyman of that area. Which is pretty cool. Which is pretty like, cool. Like, I would, I, there are worse ways to be remembered, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, 100%. So yeah, I, I'm like I that nece- that won't necessarily be my aim for afterlife, but it won't not be an aim. Right, exactly. If if I get the, if I get named the boogeyman of a certain area, that's fine. Uh, another thing just to say um, about the um, the Moonville Railroad, the area is very much aware of the history and of the hauntings and of all of that. So much so that they put on. Uh, a ghost-themed Halloween festival called Midnight at Moonville. Lo- that's pretty cool. Yeah, located on like located in the area on the track. Like, that's one of those things where yeah. you were talking about with Morningstar about how the locals aren't like a big fan of it, and the police like are like trying to keep people from being out out there being like the ghost hunters. Yeah, the way to do it is to embrace it. Exactly. Like, yeah, let's, like we'll, we will have a dedicated night for this now. Yeah, yeah. It's, they offer like ghost tours, and there's even like is a little. I went on like the Moonville website mm-hmm. and it's all about like the ghosts and everything. It's just like, that, I, come check out our ghosts. I like that when towns embrace that. Oh yes. Me too. So I love I, it. When you're talking about where it was located, I was like, Oh, I feel like I probably had been at least by there if I'd never actually gone to it, which yeah, it is not, it is just a little West of Athens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, Oh, oh, maybe, maybe we'll go visit there someday. Uh, and then especially, so there's, there's Moonville tunnel. Yeah. Right there. And then I just scrolled over because I saw something else that we could go do when uh, we're out there. Uncle Buck's riding stable and dance bar. <laughs> Hell yeah. I want to go to the da- dance bar. Slash... <laughs> I'm at the riding stable. Riding I'm at the stable. dance barn. I'm, I'm at, at the, the combination, combination riding stable and dance barn. barn. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you go there and there's like... Horses dancing? Oh my god, horses are te- horses terrify me. They're big. P dot S. Uh, P S. Horses very much terrify me. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, I want to go there. I want to go to the the combination horse stable and dance barn. Why is it a dance barn? That barn dances are a thing. Like, I know, but I I am not a country boy. I am not like uh, I am not. I am a city boy. <laughs> I was raised in a cul-de-sac. I was literally. I thought I was, you were about to say you were raising a cult, and I was going to be like, "Eric, I, I think we found a new topic." Right? No, I was raising a cul-de-sac. I. <laughs> you seen Ed and Nettie? That's what it was. <laughs> okay. I, w- I wish. So. Uh, your next story. My next submission for the Eleven Thirty Society is Johnny Morehouse. Johnny. Okay. Have you ever heard Johnny Morehouse? No, I've never heard of Johnny Morehouse. Uh, so this is one of the more famous ghosts. At Woodland Cemetery, which honestly, I almost did an episode on Woodland Cemetery because there are so many ghosts there. Okay. It is, we should do one then on there, yeah. Yeah, like if we ever do another one of these episodes, there's more ghosts to do. Yeah. But this is probably one of the more uh, famous ones. Johnny is a local boy. J- okay. Who lived near the canal in Dayton, Ohio in the 19th century. Would you say... Would you say he was a would you would you say God he was a small damn. town boy? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Would you say he was a city boy? No. Okay. Well, D- D- eighteen sixty Dayton's kind of getting to be a city. That's by then. fair. Yeah, sorry, maybe, was, maybe the minute you said that, I was like, sounds like sounds like don't stop believing. Johnny's just a local boy. <laughs> he drowned in the canal in eighteen sixty. Oh man, poor Johnny. Yeah, that's, poor Johnny. That is, yeah, he is a. Uh, the legend states that he drowned in the river. In 1860, some versions of the story now say that when he jumped in, his dog jumped in to save him. Oh. And then there are a couple versions about the fate of the dog. Some versions say that the dog died trying to save him. I'm going to... This is a real bummer. Oh, man. Uh, Oh, man. The other one is that... So, they buried Johnny in Woodland Cemetery. Yeah. And some stories say that the dog would not leave his graveside. Oh my God. Uh, that makes me so sad. So now 
one it's actually and it's one of the the first things that you see when you enter woodland cemetery is the grave of johnny morehouse okay oh my god that is, is tragic we will post the picture it is a very wholesome but sad oh statue of, oh, a, of a little boy man. he's got a little hat He's got some. He's got some rock toys. Yeah, and then there's a dog that's and protecting him. There's his him. dog. Oh uh, my god! It is very sad. Oh, but also very wholesome. Yeah. The the statue of Johnny and his dog has become something of a local shrine. Okay. Where normally when you go out there, they that picture that I showed you, they probably had just recently cleaned up. But normally when you go out to Woodland Cemetery, which is a beautiful place, it's huge. You can get lost in there very easily. But it is both. It's like a cemetery and an arboretum. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I got one of. The, I know. I know. I got one of those too over yeah, near so, me. So you can go walk around. There's lo- lots of beautiful trees. Good walking paths. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly recommend it for anybody in the area if you yeah. have If you've never been there, so when you go in there, it is normally covered in toys and stuffed animals oh, wow. and coins. And according to one of the groundskeepers and one of the sources that I was using, the groundskeeper says there's actually a warehouse filled with johnny morehouse offerings damn because eventually they're like yeah we have to clean this up it's just we it's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, make a mess wow so in addition to all of that there have been it, multiple reports of uh people hearing a dog barking and a little boy laughing in the cemetery late at night cemetery is right in the middle of downtown yeah yeah, and yeah. so you can easily walk right next to it there are multiple roads that walk right next to it yeah yeah uh, yeah so it would not be difficult to walk by this graveyard and hear something in there and Woodland Cemetery keeps it locked down they do not like people getting in there at night oh okay fair yeah uh, so they, obviously it is very difficult it would be very difficult for a little boy and a dog to get in there at night yeah ex- yeah definitely uh, and there's one woman who reported seeing a boy and dog walking around the cemetery at night and actually called the police who ended up doing a, a search of the entire cemetery and never found anything damn but yeah, there's Johnny Spooky. is just one of the sources, and I've I've heard John I've heard about Johnny for a long time. I've never heard about him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've never heard about him. And it's yeah, the Woodland Cemetery is lots of ghosts. There's the Vampire's Tomb. The Vampire's Tomb. Uh, there are the Wright Brothers. I oh, don't know, I don't know if they're haunting, but they're out there. Oh. Uh, there is also the last. I'm going to use the word Romani. I don't okay. know if you, it would actually apply to her, but there was okay. like what like. And you can find new sources of this woman's life being like a traveler queen based, like very high up in oh. the traveler community buried in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, there's just a lot of really cool stuff out there. Cool. Very, okay, very yeah. goth. We're very, sounds very goth too. Yeah, very romantic. Yeah, very, very cool sounding. Yeah, that Man. is Johnny Morehouse. From the Woodland Cemetery? Woodland Cemetery. Yeah. Awesome. Well, my last, well, I got one more story. And it is the story of the Screaming Bridge of Maud Hughes Road. That sounds unpleasant. Very, does, yeah, Screams doesn't it? Do not, bridges do not scream. No, bridges do not scream. This bridge is located in Princeton and Milken Roads in Liberty Township. So really, also not that far. Yeah, not that far from here. Uh, not that far from here. It's home to a lot of different uh, different tales. It spans, uh, the bridge spans uh, the main line. Of, it's had many names. Since the 1870s, the short line, Big Four, New York Central, Conrail, Pan Trail, and now North Norfolk Southern. That's what it's been called. Um, no one is sure why it's called the Screaming Bridge, but allegedly the original bridge where uh, where it's grooved causes um, apparently. It made a screaming sound when you drove past. Just imagine driving by a bridge and all of a sudden it goes like, oh, I'm like, I'm not driving over that bridge again. Uh, urban legends. Uh, there's a bunch of urban legends around this. It's said to scream because uh, of, some, of people that have died there. One of the earliest tragedies on the bridge, um, it goes back apparently to a railroad accident. Uh, two men were scalped to death <gasps> uh, when a locomotive, um, they were on explode exploded between Westchester and Gano. The accident was in Westchester Township. Uh, the Maud Hughes Bridge is in Liberty Township, yet somehow it's been attributed to the area. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's been attributed to that area, but it didn't happen directly on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens with, like, urban legends Oh, yeah, the, the lines get very blurry. Yeah. Other tales, uh, the, the Screaming Bridge uh, has another other stories arguing 
across the line. There apparently there was uh, there is one tale of a woman who was pushed to her death off the bridge, and another another tale that would call it the Screaming Bridge. Uh, a couple um, was on this bridge was um, and a boyfriend left his girlfriend behind to go get help, and then he later returned to see her hung by her neck from the bridge. Oh, uh, apparently sad. they broke down on the bridge and he left. And he went to go get help, and then she he returned to see her hanging from the bridge. Which that 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 it's it's a these are starting to run the gambit of like like the stereotypical spooky. Yeah, stories. I was about to say that that is like the the standard 1950s song. Yeah, about, like I got stuck. Yeah, got stuck on the tracks. All we're missing is like a hook hand. Yeah, uh, hook hand car door hand. Which there are. Plenty of stories countless, in Ohio. Countless stories of Hookhand. Another classic tale of how the bridge could could have got his name was a uh, distraught mother throwing her newborn baby off the bridge. No. Yeah. So the Yeet screams you baby. hear. So the screams you hear of her misery and horror of what she did. So that's it's another one of those crybaby bridge. It could be another one of those crybaby bridges, which you could like chalk up crybaby bridges to be like every town has one, but also. My brain goes like this. Why does every town have that? Yeah. Sub, like, why are, why is, why is that one a common thing that every town has? Is it because of local folklore or is it weirdly connected somehow? I don't know. That's just weird to me. But it also just like on the pragmatic level, like if you want to throw a baby. Don't. Uh, First of all, don't. Unless. <laughs> I can't finish that sentence. <laughs> I can't think of a good reason to throw a baby. I don't think I don't think there is a good reason to throw a baby. But if you were going to, a bridge isn't a bad place to go. No, apparently no, it's not. Our haunted uh, backyard does not condone the <laughs> eating of babies off bridges. Of uh, other reports on this bridge uh, consist of phantom trains, um, engineers, orbs have seen been have been seen floating around the bridge, uh, along with. Always with one of these places. Uh, if you're if you're playing a drinking game with any of these, here it, you can start it. Supposed satanic rituals yeah. uh, that are on this place. Because what good haunted location doesn't have supposed satanic rituals? Yeah, Daddy Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Other variations of the uh, there the um, classic like you know dare of what you're supposed to do is the utmost classic of all of these roads slash bridges is uh stop on the bridge probably i would assume put your car in neutral just turn it off uh i'm to assume it doesn't say that but i if i had to assume it's either put it in neutral or just turn it off completely flash your headlights three times and a form of ghostly activity will occur it could be the woman screaming uh it could be a figure of the woman who knows? What if it's the ghost of a bridge that shows up? Oh like my it's another God. bridge and it starts screaming. And the other bridge is like, guys, help me. This ghost <laughs> bridge has been here forever. This ghost bridge has been here forever. But apparently a real incident that did happen in 1909, an accident killed two engineers and injured three others on board a train on October 24th. So perfect time. Not that, not that there is a perfect time for a train accident to happen, but like the only good time is when a mother is about to yeet a baby <laughs> And the train crash stops that from happening. Yes. But like in terms of And the of train like, is filled with pillows. In terms of like like for just utmost spooky scariness happening on October twenty fourth. Pretty, pretty prime good. time. Uh one of the engineers was killed. Uh he was off duty. He was hitching a ride back home to Middletown where I currently live. Uh when the steam locomotive exploded. It had been fully loaded with water when it left Ivorydale in Cincinnati, but after 11 miles out, a leak had drained most of it, causing an explosion. The accident wasn't only wasn't the only tragedy along the tracks. On June 7th, 1976, uh, Princeton Railroad Pass in Liberty Township at Penn Central was killed. So a another person on the tracks was killed in 1976. Two rails protruding from south bound work train penetrated the cab in the northbound locomotive he was on so like another fact of like just two trains not no communication mm -hmm. um just running into each other what's up with these trains uh yeah so normal story don't uh don't be a train conductor or engineer in uh the 19 1800s yeah don't do that that was a bad time but i think that is the only 
And then the only other thing this article has on creepycincinnati.com, which is where I got all this information, uh, it just tells you how to get there. But yeah, that is the creepiest story. That is the creepy story of the Screaming Bridge of Maud Hughes Road. Which, and then here's here's what it kind of looks like. So like yeah, your standard, a, yeah, it's kind of standard overpass bridge. Standard overpass bridge, uh, like especially the the railroad tracks under it. Uh, I think just add, just make it creepy. Like yeah. this, the railroad tracks under it add to a creep factor. So when you had mentioned that you wanted to do that, you were going to do a bridge and a crybaby bridge. Yeah. Uh, and you confirmed that it wasn't the bridge I was looking at. I was like, yes. okay, I I have to do my own bridge. So, yes. Uh, for the eleven thirty society, I submit Fudge Road fudge road bridge someone at my work told me about this place this is one that you see pop up a lot mm -hmm. when asking about when you ask about like creepy places in yeah. the area so, yeah fudge road bridge oh man that is that does look creepy with that metal yeah it yeah. is a very derelict actually shut down now and the the road has been closed okay to the public. it is now a it is now a local and business use only road uh and that, that's one of the reasons it gets cited as creepy a lot is because the residents will chase you will call the police might shoot at you damn okay yeah uh, so just follow you in their car so no you, so even without the paranormal aspect it's yeah. still just a road you don't want to be at yeah so this is a bridge and road located in a gratis slash uh west alexandria yeah maybe about like 30 minutes west of dayton here and it is another crybaby bridge. Local stories will talk about how mother, baby, something, 1800s. However, the bridge was built in 1913. Uh, so if a mama threw a baby off a bridge, wasn't this bridge. Wasn't this bridge. Uh, it was closed in 2012. And then there are a few different stories that are associated with the bridge and why it is scary, why it is haunted. Uh, one talks about a semi driving off of the bridge. Ooh. Another one talks about a drug deal gone wrong. Uh, now, there was in 2014 a... I didn't delve too deep into it because I don't want to do true crime. But there was a murder of a of a young man in the area oh. that had connections... That ended up having connections to the bridge. Either they had thrown... I don't know if... I couldn't remember if they threw the body or they threw the weapons away by just a short distance from the bridge. But there is an actual murder associated with it. Damn. Damn. So this leads to all your classic stories. You got the crybaby bridge ritual with going down there and saying mama three times. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know that one. You get the a lot of like the headless motorcycle guys kind of oh, stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Yep. Pull to the side of the road, flash your lights three times. All you're doing now is telling the, uh, the locals that you're there. Yeah, yeah. But there are a few other things oh. with the bridge. There is the coker. The coker. Now, before you describe that to me... It's either a guy, it's either just Coca-Cola or it's a guy who really, it was like addicted to cocaine. It, it is the, 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 remember Pepsi Man? Yeah. The Coca-Cola version. <laughs> he lives there. <laughs> I love Pepsi Man. Now, uh, this is a, a hairy Bigfoot-esque creature. Oh, not what I pictured at all. Uh, covered in white fur. Okay. Not as tall as your standard Bigfoot. This this one, I, the descriptions I said, I saw were mostly around six foot. Okay. Uh, so a person. And is spotted in the forest around the bridge and is usually blamed for killing deer. Okay. If, if, if a lot of dead deer show up in the forest, they blame the coker. The coker. Also has a tendency to disappear very suddenly, oh. which leads some people to say that it can open portals to other realms. That's what they say about Bigfoot, though, too. Yeah, that one's may maybe, maybe. Maybe. But mostly because Bigfoot's a ghost. Mo not because ghost. he's a biological being that evolved the ability to open portals in the other right. realms. Right. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so the the coker, coker is some people more consider him more of a, a demonic entity rather than oh okay a, like rather than it's like a straightforward cryptid bigfoot being oh so he's okay so he's not he's not one to be like oh he's cute cryptid he's not he's not no one no he's he's you do not want to meet him oh. um, there's also the the house the the little people house that's oh. not the word they use they use something that is can be derogatory, so I will not use it. Oh. Uh, but there are, a, there are a couple of different reasons for why it's called the Little People House. Uh, some people say that the the doors and the windows are too small for a regular... It's like a regular size house. Yeah. 
or that and that when you go in there it is like everything is small like all of the furniture and stuff like that is small yeah it is also supposed to be filled with pigs i hate that just pigs everywhere i absolutely hate that which means maybe it's just the pig's house maybe it's just a pig house maybe this is where the three little pigs lived (sighs) maybe (laughs) this might be where the story came from maybe there, I couldn't confirm if it was brick, but I'm assuming so now. It's got to be at least brick, straw, a, or... And we got the coker there. And we got the coker there. That's the big wet book. Ladies and gentlemen, we found it. <laughs> so we got the pigs. Supposedly maybe dogs, too. Oh, okay, now, okay. the story is that these pigs and dogs are actually used for... Go back to the drinking game. Ritual sacrifice. Hey, another one! Uh, though not just necessarily witches. Uh, maybe also the KKK. <sighs> Oh, they gotta ruin it. <laughs> Which I wouldn't be surprised if they did ritual sacrifice. I wouldn't either because isn't one of their highest ranking? Uh, it's the Grand Wizard. Grand yeah. Wizard. It's again. It's just a bunch of nerds. It's, it is a bunch of nerds. <laughs> it's just a bunch of really racist nerds. It is one of those places where back when you could get access to it, everybody says it's one of the creepiest places you could get to. Was this road in okay, areas around yeah, the bridge? Yeah. But yet you can't get there anymore. One woman apparently is will shoot at you. If Shit, okay. There. Yeah, not good. So, yeah, I, we don't say go find this road. Do not. It's a bad idea. Yeah. I kind of wish I could go there. I kind of wish I could, too, because this the, the story of the little house it intrigues me. I want to find... Because I can't find any pictures of it. Because if it just if it is just there or if it, like, appears is what I like. And yeah. it could be a fey house. Yeah, they may call it the derogatory name, but, like... It sounds like, because when you started calling it Little People House, I started thinking of just like the good, you know, good neighbors, like the, the Fae, the, 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 the Hilden, the hidden folk. Which is honestly another one of those things where it's like, yeah, if there is this story that could be part of it too. Like yeah. the, the way that Fae mythology and stories still came over here and we still have those kind of encounters. Yeah. Irish. We don't, we, we have different ways of t- talking about them and discussing Ex- them. Yeah. But it's a lot of the same stuff yeah it's a lot of that we had like a bunch of like i mean i know my family came like o'donnell comes from like ireland so like of course we had a lot of irish immigrants come over oh yeah there's like so especially in the appalachians in this area we had a lot of like people from that area come over Mm -hmm. and settle in like kentucky and tennessee and stuff like that yeah and and it's the same mountain range yeah appalachians yeah and the highlands in scotland same mountains same mountain range freaking weird it's freaking weird yeah it's freaking weird so that's Fudge Road. Fudge Road. And then I have a quick little bonus. Okay. A submission. Down. For the 1130 Society. I submit to you <laughs> the story of Pizza Hut. <laughs> there's a haunted Pizza Hut? <laughs> Are you telling me there's a haunted Pizza Hut? I, I know exactly where it used to be, too. <gasps> there's a haunted Pizza Hut? If it's the one where I think, they say it's on Whip Road, but it... It may be the one that used to be by the green. Oh my god! Uh, I'd, I'd, but it's not there anymore. I don't think so. The one oh. I don't think there's one on. I don't think the one the one that was by the green shut down. Oh, the one on sad the face. one on Whip Road now uh-huh. doesn't have a drive through, which plays into the story. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, continue. Haunted Pizza Hut. Go. I'm so excited. So late night Zah employees. We'll often hear banging on the windows next to the drive-thru at the Pizza Hut on Whip Road. The ghost wants that za. No give, me one that, out. give me that stuffed crust. No one out pizzas the hut. <laughs> Just imagine that you're, you are shutting down a Pizza Hut for the night and you are on the drive-thru. Oh, man. And you're like, you hear a voice in the headphones. Nothing out pizzas the hut. <laughs> and like, you look at the camera. The monitor for the camera, and there's no, there's nobody there. Dude, oh man, why does a haunted Pizza Hut is the coolest fucking thing to me? <laughs> when the employees investigate the noise, expecting someone to be there and wanting in, no one is there. <laughs> the fountain drink machine dispenses without anyone touching it. No, both it during didn't. and after business hours. No, it didn't. <laughs> That ghost is making the, the suicide. He's making the suicide. Ghost is doing the suicide. No, no, no. You don't. You don't want that. You don't want that Pepsi. You want that root. You get. You want this Barks want right the, here. Now you get the mug root beer. Yeah, I, best, one of the better root beers. One of the. That's my people. People say it's shit, but I love mug root beer. I mean, all like 
like mugs, barks, A and W. It all tastes the same. They're all pretty crap. It all yeah, it all tastes the same. Still good. Still good. Uh, mug it is, is cheap. It is believed the spirit may be linked to an employee who fell dead from a heart attack at the back door after a delivery in the early months of 2005. Oh my god, dude. If I died at a pizza, you bet your ass I'm I haunting that pizza. pizza hut. <laughs> oh my god. You... But then imagine, so not a lot of Pizza Huts left. No. Uh, um, but they're, the buildings are still there, and you know a Pizza Hut when you see one. Yeah, of course. And But they usually will get, they'll get like repurposed for like banks. Yeah, I know. So, or... so imagine, <laughs> or... that, imagine you're a pizza ghost now haunting like a bank or, or, a, yeah, a, or a bougie a, cafe. A ca- or uh, one of those cash loan places. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's either like a... Like it's either that or it's like a cash loan, like a one of those quick loan places. It's either it's one of those. <laughs> like I, I know that I pa- when I go to the Date Mall, I pass a what was a Taco Bell that is now like a car insurance company. <laughs> so, so remember the lavender lady? Yeah. Imagine, imagine now like the pizza lady. And you see Dude. her wandering on the street, and then she disappears, and there's just the scent of pizza. Oh man, that's that's you just described my ideal afterlife experience. <laughs> Oh my god, what if like what if it's not a ghost that's haunting the Pizza Hut? It's the do you remember when Pizza Hut used to do the the commercials where it was like a a slice of pizza? And it was like the Mr. Bill show, but it was a pizza. And it was what like the, the pizza, the pizza head, pizza. pizza head show. It was the pizza head show. And it was like a narrator that was like, Hey, Hey, pizza head. It's time to go trick or treating. Oh yeah. Let's go trick or treating. And it's like, let's go to this house. Oh, I don't know. You if that? nothing else, we have created a great sequel to, uh, Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. Where Nick, Nick Cage has to fight a, a pizza demon. Dude. Have you seen Willie's Wonderland? Oh yeah! If if you if anyone listening has not watched Willie's Wonderland, you're doing Primo. you're doing yourself a disservice. One of Nick Cage's better performances, if not the best Nick Cage. I haven't seen uh, his new one, Massive Weight of 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 Talent of Unbearable Talent of Unbearable Talent. Unbearable weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I haven't seen that one. I want to see that one, too. but I want to see it. In cr- I want to see it so bad. Yeah, so yeah. I, I had mentioned the haunted Arby's last week. So I think when I saw haunted pizza, dude, Hut. Uh, Pizza Hut and Arby's are like ethereal places. Like I firmly believe that, especially Arby's, is this like ethereal place because I think someone asked on TikTok, like, why is Ar- how is Arby's still in business? Who is keeping Arby's in business? Like, is it a front I, for something? I feel like I actually heard something about that, but I can't remember. But anyway. But anyways. That is just a little, little tour around Ohio yeah. and the various spooky things you might encounter. Yeah. We uh, got a lot more. Oh, yeah. If you like this episode, yeah. let us know. If you like this format, definitely uh, let we'll us do, know. We'll definitely do some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to do more listener submission stuff. I want mm-hmm. to do some paranormal news updates. I wanted, I would love to get some guests. Yes. We want to we get more guests on here. And we haven't even scratched the surface of a lot of the stuff that's in oh, Ohio. We, there's so much more. So there, much. I've, I know what my next episode's going to be about now. Oh, yeah? But, uh, but yeah, there's, there's so much to talk about. If you've got stories, if you want to email to us, if you want to record something yeah. and send it to us, we'll play it. Yeah, uh, totally. So, yeah, send us emails, hauntedbackyardcast at gmail.com. Follow us on all the various social medias. All the various. We've got TikTok with one video. With a single, there might be maybe another one when we up, after we get done recording this. Yeah. Because we got to do the what cryptid are you filter. And uh, Twitter, Instagram. Probably going to read it sometime. I need to get, I need to start making our Facebook. Yeah. I need to get on that, but we will have them. But uh, the only one, basically the only one we don't have is a Snapchat, which it's TikTok serves that anyway. It's, it's 2022. Yeah. Who yeah. uses Snapchat? A lot of people I know use Snapchat actually. It's weird. I know. Yeah. That's weird. Follow us on Tinder. <laughs> follow, follow us in real life. Follow us in real life. Not Stalk when, us. when, when I'm ordering pizza up here at the drive through haunted pizza. Also, Am I the only one who thinks it's really weird that getting pizza from a drive-thru? Is that weird? Is that, is that weird, weird that I think that's weird? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, like, think about it for a second. There's like, so much that can go bad. Yeah, getting pizza through a drive-thru. There, like, that, it's, because it's like, I used to work at a drive-thru Starbucks, which sucks. Yeah. And, and it has its own dangers. Right, but it's a drink, though. But like, it's a it's, drink. But it's mostly a drink and, like, hand, a pastry. You're not throwing a big pie out a window right there's so much that can go wrong and even if you don't get hurt like there's there is physical danger present in a starbucks drive-thru yeah there is emotional devastation 
at the Pizza Hut drive There is. There like, is. Like, the, the pain that can happen watching that pizza hit the ground. Oh, man. And just, like, they're handing you, you're like, what, you're whether just... it's your personal pan or it's it, it's or it's or a large pizza. Oh, some of that, that, that good, good uh, breadsticks or with your, the, the crumbles. Yeah, or your or my favorite dis- defunct Pizza Hut thing, the Bigfoot the pizza. Bigfoot, yeah. Oh, man. I made my family order that. Oh, man. The Bigfoot pizza. Also, not related to pizza, but related to pizza. Uh, somewhere in Ohio that we have to go to, there's a McDonald's that still sells pizza, that still does pizza. Oh no. There is a McDonald's that still does McPizza. We will hunt it down. We will hunt it down. It's a thing. <laughs> Sorry, I love pizza. It's me, same. I'm kind of tempted to order some <laughs> I now. I actually really love pizza. Uh, but. But, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, stay spooky, stay nice. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.